Dear listeners, Sai Ram. We now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 13th July 2017 as part of Thursday live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Spend the day with Sai. From 6 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. on Radio Sai Thursday Live. Radio Sai Thursday Live. Stay tuned. Sai, dear listeners, and welcome once again. Vahini Satsang, our series of discussions on the beautiful stream of divine love, divine wisdom, divine glory, penned by Bhagwan Himself from 1958 till 1984. I have said this before, but this is something which is so phenomenal. every time you think of it never before did the avatar actually write down never before did god incarnate pick the stylus and actually pen down his message the bhagavad gita came to us through vyasa ramayana came to us through valmiki but in the satyasai avatar प्रेमवाहिनी संदेह निवारिणी सूत्रवाहिनी रामकथरसवाहिनी भागवतवाहिनी प्रश्नोत्तरवाहिनी सूत्रवाहिनी ध्यानवाहिनी ज्ञानवाहिनी एव्रीथिंग फ्लो डिरेक्टली फ्रॉम द पेन ऑफ द डिवाइन डिरेक्टर एंड भगवान पेन्स्टेकिंगली रोट दिस month after month in fact this is the purpose for which sanatan sarathi began we back in the 50s on that glorious shivratri day and after writing this month after month for nearly 25 months bhagwan then concluded but whatever swami has sent it is given us it is something that even if we now ruminate for 25 centuries 25 generations 25000 generations you would keep getting 25000 new insights of what the avatar has gifted us and on this thursdays we have covered more than 20 weeks i think today is the 22nd episode of vahini satsang we began with prema vahini and we have come slowly little by little inching chapter by chapter today we are in chapter 9 of prema vahini and as we began chapter 9 for the first episode of vahini satsang on chapter 9 when we discussed the first segment segment 9.1 we had professor chandrashekar from the department of mathematics and computer science who gave us beautiful instances slices from his life about how to deal with ego because very clearly bhagwan says that the increasing peacelessness in man is because of the multifarious manifestations of his ego and you had beautiful elaboration of this by professor chandrashekhar and then we had in the next segment mr ajit popat who shared about how people perceive power in today's world and how what comes only from within is power and what is 
gifted to us whatever comes from outside of us can never be true power how bhagwan had directed him how bhagwan had demonstrated this to him and how bhagwan has instilled this in him so that was segment 9.2 and today we move on to segment 9.3 and today bhagwan has decided to make the session even more memorable he has sent to the studios two beautiful very senior distinguished luminaries of bhagwan's institutions two former students who have not only lived with bhagwan who have also have had the opportunity to serve in his institution at very close quarters mentoring students guiding the young minds and spearheading departments in the university we have dr sivashankar sai someone whom every student who has passed out of who has graduated from the portals of bhagwan's senior boys hostel would very endearingly and lovingly remember and we also have dr os k shastri someone who served in the brindavan campus of bhagwan's university shri satyasai institute of higher learning for 18 years after he finished his bachelor's masters and his masters in technology in bhagwan's university and currently dr shastri is the dean of the school of physics and physical and material sciences in the central university of himachal pradesh and dr shivshankar sai continues to be in the prashantanilam campus now as the dean of sciences sir was also formerly the warden of the shri satyasai senior boys hostel and of course sai prakash as usual is there joining us with us the co-host of this program so with prayers to bhagwan we begin this session so let's listen to 9.3 the segment the next segment in this chapter and then we will listen to the reflections and the insights from dr shiv sankar sai and dr shastri nijadhikari swarupamu satyamu daya prema sahanamu krutagyatalu kaligi unduta ivi kalavariki ahankarame raadu atti vaniki chote ledu ahankarame aatma prakashamunu marugu parustunnadi ahankaramu nashinchina anni baadhalu toragipovunu aanandamu praaptinchunu మబ్బు సూర్యుని ఆవరించిన రీతి అహంకారము ఆనందమును ఆవరించినది కన్నులు విప్పి కన్నులకు అడ్డుగా ఒక గుడ్డను లేక అట్టను పట్టుకొనినా చెంతనే ఉన్న వస్తువులను కూడా చూడలేము కదా అట్లే భగవంతుడు మానవునకు అన్నింటికంటే సన్నిహితుడుగా ఉన్నను అహంకారపు తెరవలన మాధవుని చూడలేకున్నాడు forbearance and gratitude is the embodiment of true authority such a person will not have ego there is no scope for it either it is ahankara or the ego which obscures atma prakasha or the vision of the self when one gets rid of the ego all troubles disappear and ananda or bliss is attained just like clouds cover the sun ahankara or ego covers our ananda or bliss the eyes may be open but if a cloth or cardboard placed in front of them obstructs the vision then one cannot see the objects around even if they are very close so too man is not able to see god even though god is closest to him than anything else because the screen of ego prevents his vision so that is segment 9.3 and now bhagwan is clearly spelling out what is true authority so dr shastri you would like to share your insights on what occurs to you as you listen to this what are the first thought in your mind see bhagwan always said if you let yourself ego you go somises <laughs> if you you take it away then you allow him to work through you 
then he can do whatever he wants but unfortunately like our mind comes in between and then we always keep taking the credit once in a while with forgetting that everything actually is being done by him so when i was ruminating on this particular topic i thought uh, i should share some of my experiences oh yes please which i had uh, of being in brindavan see all of us are part of sports meets and uh, it's around 2000 i think after sai prakash has come to his msc here mm-hmm. and can, yeah, i think you also are already yes. in your mba and <laughs> and uh, suddenly swami was not coming very often to brindavan 2001 2002 because of the you know uh, he had that injury and all that so slowly chances were also decreasing for the students and uh, unfortunately we also lost out on the chances few chances that we used to get as part of uh, being a part of the convocation drama so i said no no pg boys should be there mm. <laughs> and uh, so at two three batches of boys they almost come to the third year and there was hardly any interaction for them with swami Hmm. So, so unless what, Swami uh, goes to Brindavan, you don't get the <coughs> opportunity get, of huh, three yeah. sessions. So exactly, three sessions were not there, and <laughs> so everything was like drying up. Yeah. And uh, so we were like just all of all the teachers in Brindavan. We sat together and we were thinking how to, you know, uh, how boost to them. facilitate boost this. The, means how do we get the <laughs> yes. students to interact with Swami so, so that yes. they can get some chances? Yes. What are the possibilities? Yes. And then uh, that's when we thought, uh, you know, we got our batch got very good chances because we used to do make dramas in our yes. you know 89, 90, 91. We did uh, Jayadeva and all these dramas, Karishe uh, Vachanam Mama, and so Swami was very happy and we used to get very good chances. So we said, uh, why not we try again? Actually, there was a huge gap after that. We did not have dramas during sports. Sports. So Mr. Muthigaru said, uh, "Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But first, you try making something here. We will watch how it comes out, and then we'll put it up." Mm-hmm. So actually, we made a drama called "Talent Is God," mm-hmm. based on Swami's discourse. Na, no? Swami yes. said, uh, "Talent is not a gift of God, but talent yes. itself is God." It's God. Yes. So based on that, uh, we made a drama. and in that actually that bajruba bairu bawas scene was there in which ashwath sang yes. <laughs> and wardens are liked it so much he put it in the convocation drama <laughs> <laughs> so you know we were like wondering now what do we do so yeah. then uh, he said don't worry shastri uh, we will do jaydeva and uh, so that's how we actually okay. with that's exactly what is written na because we were all having only one thing in mind that we should make swami happy mm-hmm. and so why why should get good chance no other uh, you know intention and thought was there completely only to just make swami happy and but we were so afraid also because dramas have stopped during sports meet and uh, of course with that reputation we came with a lot of prayers and all that and uh, the rest was like beautiful because once we came Swami saw it once, twice, thrice before the final performance, oh. and finally on January 11th he was not able to wait. He said, "Evening itself will have to drama." So that actually like sort of triggered uh, uh, very good uh, opportunities. Every main character in the drama Swami took that year to Kodaikanal, wow. and we were extremely thrilled. That mm. whatever prayer we had, yes, yes. that fructified. I think for every teacher in Swami's hostel, you know, if in some way you can facilitate this student-Swami interaction, interaction that is the we most fulfilling moment. We feel our job is done. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The connect with Swami is most important. Yes. And that is what he actually takes from this institute, from Swami's institute. Yes. Every boy. And every we as teachers, if we can facilitate that act to happen, yes. yes. I think we have done our job, <laughs> yes. and then Swami would. Swami takes very, care after that. That very that connection. Happy. Yes. Yes. Is what's more important. Now, I would like to just mention as yes. I was listening to Swami's, you uh, know, narration on the uh, ego. Yes. I remember Swami telling a student. Uh, he, you know, it, it was an interview room setting. All boys were seated. You know, in those good old days, uh, Swami used to ask them to ask questions, mm. and then. invariably swami would be you know happy to answer the spiritual questions yes so one boy asked swami what is ahankara mm-hmm. ahankara a very bold question <laughs> for a student to ask 
So was it college students or school yes, students? Yes, it was college students. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, before the convocation drama. So when yes. the Swami would start off the entire process in the month of September, October itself. Yes. And students used to get so many, many chances as uh, mm-hmm. Shastri was mentioning. Mm. So Swami said very nicely, you know, the one which he really keeps telling in his discourses, the aham, the I taking the form, akara, yes. is the ahankara. Yes. So, ahankara in that sense is not bad. Mm. Swami said that. Mm. I mean, that was very because, because nice. Because basis is aham only. Aham. Aham yes. is the... Yes. And this aham taking the form of a body is ahankara. Ahankara. Therefore, by itself, Swami said, ahankara is not bad. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, we were happy to know that. <laughs> but, but then Swami said, no, you get attached to the body mm. and this ego dominates you. Yes. The boy understood, but then he had some more questions. He said, Swami, uh, I mean, if it is attached to the body, how do we remove? Yes. And then you are saying that it is okay to have the hankara. Yes. Uh, Swami, I do not understand it clearly. Please, can you explain? Mm. Swami was in a very nice, sweet mood. Mm. And then he said, gave the example of slippers. You know, Swami mm. always has such <laughs> yes. a you know, nice way of making sh- coming down to the level yes. of the students yes. or to anybody. If, mm. it is a, if he's talking to the children, he'll come down to the level yes. of children. That's a sign of every great master. Every great master. And yes. then Swami said, it's like slippers. Mm. Ankara is like slippers. Mm. <laughs> we were all, you know, first time I was hearing and then it was very uh, wonderstruck. What is this uh, Swami relating Ahankara to the slippers? Mm. He said, why do you wear slippers? Of course, to protect your feet. Mm. And then as you go, you know, it protects you from thorns and all that things. Then he said, when you come to the temple, when you come to Prashanti Nilayam, what do you do? You leave your slippers outside. Very nice. And then come here. So, you remove your ahankara and enter into the presence of God. Hmm. That was also extremely very nice. Hmm. Then Swami said, so when you go to the Guru or the God, you have to leave your ahankara. You have to leave your that body sense. Yes. Then only you will receive His grace. That part was also very nice. We all understood. <laughs> then Swami said, when you go back, what do you do? Again, you wear the slippers and go. Mm-hmm. And that's where we thought. That means you can, again, take back your hankara. You have left the thing when you have entered. But then you can take back. That's what Swami is meaning. We were a little confused. Swami said, yes, it is important that you need to have even that. Yes. But to a measure. Yes. Then we all sort of put a you know a face which is a question mark face as the mm-hmm. Swami calls it then Swami understood he said see we are all living in this Dvaita dual world mm-hmm. opposites when you, world uh, of opposites world of opposites when you live in this world you need to have this yes. and then Swami gave that small another beautiful analogy which I remember he said like a police officer he comes to a, a guru who was disc- giving discourse on Advaita and in Atma. He comes and listens to that and then he's very happy. And then after that, when he goes back to his office, another police uh, mm. person brings a thief. Now, if he does not discharge his duty as police officer, he will be doing wrong. But he just now heard from the Guru that <laughs> everything is same. Atma. Atma. The thief, the same Atma which is in you is yeah. there in the policeman and in the thief <laughs> also. <laughs> then Swami said, that is, though it is true, he has to discharge his duty as police officer, not as a one Atmic level where mm-hmm. he sees yes. the thief also as his own reflection. Mm-hmm. So Swami said, when you are living in this world of opposites, you have to, you know, play your role. behave like play your role to perfection. play your role properly. Mm-hmm. So that's how he defined beautifully this ahankara. Ahankara by itself is not bad, yes. but you have to understand the meaning of ahankara. So and I will just 
uh, mention one more thing which just is occurring yes. that swami says the two eyes one is the eye capital i which yes. is the aham or mm. the atmic self mm. and the other one is that evi i which is associated with the body but mm. so he distinguishes this i from the i yes yes yeah wonderful <laughs> so you know only so we can explain <laughs> through such beautiful analogies and we have seen any number of uh, occasions where bhagwan so uh, that's what actually i was trying to say yes at that time you know we did not have much talent yeah. so <laughs> but uh, all the good talent has come off uh, to put over they all our artists are here <laughs> and yet we managed uh, to make that uh, you know jagannath puri temple and all know? that <laughs> ah, and, and still we managed to make the temple yes. that's because we just left every thing to him, him. Yes. so in all our dramas we used to have a punch line yes swami you are the kartru you are the bhoktru mm. okay mm. it was very easy to say <laughs> 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 and easily forgotten yes. but anyway what i wanted to mention was second year we did annamaya that also was a, you know very beautiful effort we put all our heart and soul into it and swami enjoyed it and yes. we thoroughly then we thought enough everybody got chance and we will stop oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so next year we started off with some other items for sports and suddenly evening uh, swami says in bhajan hall see brindavan boys get such good drama what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> so in one <laughs> sentence he made two dramas so <laughs> again there was a frantic call from here swami is expecting drama from brindavan <laughs> and you see that afternoon only i had a beautiful experience actually dr roy kumar our current yes. warden yes. of satsa hostel there he was not well so after lunch i went to see him in his room in uh, a0 mm-hmm. and um, so i was sitting with him and he was watching annamaya he said shastri see her how happy swami is why you are not doing drama like that and all hmm. i said sir it is his wish whatever he wants will happen and you won't believe even as he was telling it na i saw the entire ramayana happening on the walls in the room Oh mm-hmm. and evening Swami said this in the bhajan hall and immediately the phone call came immediately there was an uh, emergency meeting at 8 o'clock <laughs> and uh, then and same night Swami came in Jian Kiran's dream and asked him what are you doing for me this time oh <laughs> so wow. you see like Swami works at so many different <laughs> levels and so we finally decided we will do Adi Kavi Valmiki and uh, so when we started off our uh, vice chancellor sir sent a letter that mm-hmm. time saying that this time the dramas will be there from both campuses it will be in the uh, auditorium institute auditorium mm. so obviously we have to plan differently i asked our warden sir should we plan for institute auditorium or should we plan for saikulvant hall because sets have to be made accordingly mm. he told each astri institute auditorium who will see nobody will see it should be in saikulvant hall only don't worry we prepare for saikulvant hall i will convince swami <laughs> you know the typical confidence right and so we prepared for saikulvantar all the sets mega mega sets we made and came here and uh, so he told swami all sets are made for this we can't do there and all swami didn't say anything to him we went inside bhajan hall after the bhajan bhajan garden ritual brindavan teachers andar ki ahamkaram oh my god <laughs> you can imagine what would have gone through us <laughs> immediately emergency meeting after bhajans <laughs> and we told sir why do you to tell swami anything ego <laughs> surgery now <laughs> now surgery has to be done <laughs> and you see the confidence of swami yeah? mm-hmm. and we all said one single unanimous voice sir wherever swami tells he has shastri but what happens to the sets sir you don't worry sir swami will take care of it as if we are going to do anything <laughs> the kartru bhoktru is he only so mm-hmm. you let him take care of it you you just simply tell swami whatever you say we do hmm. full stop let us not you know you know yes. <laughs> we have come to please him and he is telling you are having ahankara what to do <laughs> so swami was very confident next morning 7 o'clock uh, warden sir went and sat in the front swami asked ah eppudu ending and lichestaru swami whatever time you tell swami ah 4 o'clock akada vastanu pettukondi in the auditorium sure that we will come back come around <laughs> in the college auditorium he knows how to give the scene <laughs> where to yes. cut you short so that's how then swami came there we had to cut all the sets and then uh, re- i think as the sets were being ah, cut everyone's yeah. ego also was being cut. being cut and then we went inside again so you know welded it and that uh, lift na which was uh, to bring the brahma up and down and on which lot of things were to happen like sita is abducted all these things have to happen uh, that was not working 
to receive swami and then we were just uh, you know put namaskar and swami smiled and went inside as he was sitting uh, krishna came and told sir it's working now <laughs> nobody knows why it's not working nobody knows why it started right so you see I as long as you we waited for that moment of surrender right completely <laughs> so till you keep trying na like uh, the dropadi sari till you keep trying he won't when you leave it to him and yes. fold your yes. hands then yes. he will take over yes. and it happened yes. and uh, whole drama swami enjoy like of course swami loves ramayana uh, yes. and that ramkatha is what swami is to hear every time yes. he goes to kode yes and so entire ramkatha we pictureized it on the background wow. and then uh, that is i think the uh, most satisfying moment uh, for me personally in life swami said uh, కరుణానందం కర్ణానందం నయనానందం హృదయానందం దివ్యమైన ఆనందాన్ని అందించారు స్వామి సాయిన్ ఫార్మెన్స్ i thought everything is in that we have to plan well we have to execute well means you have to do everything so next day we started off with bhakta uh, pralada full josh and all that and you think that you are doing right yes. suddenly yeah. you keep forgetting that yes. actually it is he who is made I mean, just imagine just now we had the experience <laughs> and still we had to forget that's why ego is very difficult so next yes. sentence i think swami is telling that only it is <laughs> you know every now and then you forget yes. who is the kartru and who is the bhaktru yes. and um, my god our entire script was ready everything was ready i thought we only just have to you know pick the characters and start practicing in july after guru punwa we generally go and start practicing everything not even one thing went as per plan <laughs> everywhere obstacles 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 so even though you started planning so early so early we planned we started planning in february <laughs> oh my god script, everything <laughs> songs were all set all uh, you know so much planning went into it everything started going smoothly and uh, that's all swami so wanted to teach lesson so everywhere there were obstacles so that's when i changed finally after realizing the 5p philosophy to 6p philosophy <laughs> prior planning with the prayer <laughs> with the prayer <laughs> with prayer that takes care of <laughs> without prayer you see you cannot achieve anything hmm. so otherwise it is extremely difficult and uh, so that was a wonderful journey i think swami has been constantly you know actually we think that we are doing something for yes. the boys but actually we are growing with it yes and uh, constantly he is teaching you more and more lessons yes and uh, i remember finally i think after that of course we did kabir and finally by the time we came to tukaram i had a wonderful experience mm-hmm. uh, so like this only we wrote the drama and um, what we planned and what came always was different because what swami inspires when the <laughs> writing starts we don't have any control on it <laughs> like arvind and me we'll sit through the whole night mm. and next morning we'll have something which we never thought mm. he just prompts and takes it mm. so this time in tukaram bhagavad gita came in mm. and uh, so there uh, krishna and arjuna were discussing and tukaram was thrown out of the you know village for giving that uh, water to that uh, Uh, outcast so he was thrown out of the village and he was very much depressed and just like arjuna was depressed and then actually like you know he sees the bhagavad gita there live mm-hmm. and uh, so we wrote the uh, you know dialogues but then the three shlokas which he was supposed to uh, see in front of the dialogues we wanted to put some you know uh, shlokas from the gita so narsimurthy sir was uh, expert on gita he knew the gita by heart in and out so i told him sir these three shlokas we need for these three dialogues and went to him and uh, he was very busy 
and he said now okay, shastri we will see don't worry i'll see sometime and then generally after guru pun no we have to go and start practice but the script was not fully ready some things are still pending so i was just praying praying so i was uh, uh, staying uh, here during guru punma and uh, i was about to come for darshan and uh, somehow like i went to put vibhuti there in the altar and on my uh, on the altar why my, my mother's uh, bhagavad gita was there mm-hmm. small pocket bhagavad gita mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know why the thought came and i thought yaar why not i simply you know pray to swami and write <laughs> i simply picked up the bhagavad gita prayed to swami opened whichever game i wrote down that as the first dialogue <laughs> wow <laughs> again closed prayed to swami opened wrote down the second sloka and again prayed to swami opened wrote down the third sloka it's perfect it was <laughs> wow. each sloka was exact fit for the dialogue <laughs> phenomenal not once but three times mm. <laughs> and then i felt boss everything he is only doing what is your role you have nothing you just have to only enjoy <laughs> and the next two months sir i never came down that stage <laughs> <laughs> you know full time i was able to that ananda na yes karunananda divyananda that ananda na that ananda of completely yes. handing over the reins to him yes i experienced for the next two months because i felt that there is nothing that you need to do actually just go with the flow just go with the flow Mm. only problem is as you said once in a while the cloud comes <laughs> and then you again lose that <laughs> yes the fine yes. beauty that actually he plays through you mm. so i think any one of us who uh, talk about our sportsman experiences <laughs> like this so many will be there <laughs> <laughs> sir uh, as you are mentioning so many things about like you are trying to do something and so ami tells you hello i am the one doing <laughs> exactly <laughs> like uh, the, the, one of the first times when i was about to play sitar in front of swami nu vaistava bindar uruki potar ra everybody is going to run away from here <laughs> i said no swami you have to play it not ah the correct answer <laughs> correct so you know i was just reading this paragraph again and again and again because it's so beautiful he's um the world today you know equates power with um, with a talent or with a position or with an ability capability excellence brilliance and so if you are brilliant you are wealthy you are successful then you are looked up in the world so that is a state of power beautiful attractive yeah. oratory every anything but swami's <laughs> yardsticks of who a real real powerful person is totally different he says truth kindness love patience forbearance and gratefulness i mean um, so i was just trying to put these two together and trying to see what it actually means as you were rightly saying swami says ahankara is you know aham plus akara the body and any attribute or any character uh, you know any quality that kind of adds strength to the thought that you are this body is not one of power that's what it means like now when you say kindness love it, they tend to you know take you away from the fact that you are this body or you are this uh, much beyond the body much yeah. beyond the body and you know at two levels it works at two levels like your kindness your compassion your love it is not only to others but it is to yourself also <laughs> you have to be kind to yourself and not limit yourself to this body so uh, this is something very very yeah, yeah because these qualities of um, they you know you tend to think that if somebody is very truthful uh, can he survive in this world can he become powerful can he be successful now when you try to take swami's teachings and put it in a in a practical context suddenly you start realizing that this is a total antithesis of power of control <laughs> you 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 would like to be smart you would think that you know giving back a prompt reply whether it is truth untruth you know managing the situation <laughs> these are the things that give you power but he says truth kindness love i i'm i'm sure there's a lot to ponder on these <laughs> actually i think the the insight uh, that uh, saiprakash uh, you shared about you know anything that adds to your body consciousness right. definitely is not something that is adding to your power 
it's actually making you powerless. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's limiting you. Yeah. Basically, it's yeah. limiting you. Yeah. It's actually weakening your true self. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, in fact, you know, as, as you were uh, narrating what happens in the world outside today, this morning I was having a conversation with another alumnus, yeah, right. uh, Siddharth Bhatt, who passed out, uh, who graduated from here in 2002 and then he moved on to work in Tata Motors and then in, uh, very quickly by Bhagwan's grace, in, in thir- just in 13 years of his corporate career, uh, he found himself working under the uh, Tata Group Chairman. Okay. And uh, so I was asking him, you know, how easy or difficult has been, it has been for him to try and live up to uh, be a SAI student. Because he always was saying that, you know, once you are a SAI student, you are always a SAI student. You may graduate from Satya Sai University, but you are always a SAI student. And uh, so he was saying, you know, 99% of uh, uh, his peers, everyone is used to smoking and drinking. And, you know, that's a common thing. Because he says there's a lot of stress, I mean, the so-called stress. And for that, <laughs> you, you need to <laughs> stress bursters and all that. So. So, uh, so one of his bosses, he asked him, you know, why don't you do it? Mm. You know, how, how, how can you not do this? You know, mm. it's like, it's very weird. <laughs> and so he says, you, you convince me why I should do it. Mm. You know, so he says, so the boss says that this, this will help you to, you know, beat your stress, but <laughs> I'm not stressful. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And you're saying at every dining session, like he would always chant Brahmarpanam. I mean, he would chant it on his own. So, he's saying initially, you know, whatever he was doing, it, it was very different. Mm. And people definitely thought that, you know, he's something else. But he says, with time, he has earned so much of respect in the organization. And another very beautiful thing he said, I said, okay, what is your mantra? You know, dealing with different kinds of people, especially in a corporate sphere, you have somebody trying to take away your credit, somebody trying to trample on you, all that things happen. He said, I'm doing one thing that Swami said, talk less. Wow. I said, really? Mm. <laughs> because, you know, you are, you are told, yeah, that yes, you, yeah, you got to impress people with mm. your uh, uh, presentations. You got to impress people with your, uh, uh, mm, the way you express yourself. And that's the way to, you know, get ahead in life in the outside world. You know, if you're an introvert, nobody's going to really, you know, know who you are. You can't really make an impression. But he said, no, this is what has helped me in life. Because then you can cut off a lot of unnecessary things. You are saying, just by talking less, I have managed to go on top. (laughs) So that was something uh, I felt was, you know, this is when Swami started the management school. I remember, I mean, he he mentioned about all this. And even way back in 93 when I was a student, as a school student, Swami used to always say, talk less, talk less, talk less. And, you know, first time I'm hearing someone who who is now uh, spearheading the Tata group in strategy, saying that the mantra for for uh, driving <laughs> such a huge uh, business conglomerate which has like more than 600,000 employees today is you talk less. <laughs> <laughs> and today he spoke to you for four hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today he spoke because I requested him to share because, yeah, there was something. And another very beautiful thing, you know, when I reflect on this, where, where Swami says, one who is filled with truth, compassion, love, forbearance and gratitude is the embodiment of true authority. Such a person will not have ego and there is no scope for it either. Somehow, you know, in the recent times, one leader which comes to my um, mind is Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam. You know, someone in the current times, you know, you saw someone with so much of at his uh, uh, power in his hands and he, he's commanding so much of authority. But, you know, you, you saw in him such simplicity, such humility. You know, many times you, you think, okay, we cannot, this will not work in this world. But I think he was someone who was living <laughs> uh, in this world right now with us. I mean, he just, uh, in fact, in this month, in, in July 2015, he left us. And it was, again, a very, very blessed uh, exit. And But he was someone, you know, who really lived all these uh, principles, I, I feel. Because the other day I was just reading a very beautiful little story about him. There's a book 
uh, it's called What Can I Give? Uh, it's written by Srijan Pal Singh, who lived with Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam the last five, six years. And every anecdote that he mentions about Kalam is so beautiful. So apparently whenever uh, Dr. Kalam used to go for all these visits, you know, he always loved to interact with people, always loved to connect with uh, India, its masses. And wherever he used to go, you know, there'll be so many people who would want, who would be very eager to meet him. And it was explicit instruction to everyone that they should not stop anyone. He would say like, at least for 10 seconds, I have to meet. If mm -hmm. someone wants to photograph with him or someone wants to talk, and there could be, and there would be like all kinds of people who want to meet with him. There would be, for example, there was one unscheduled visitor who was more than 90 years old, and he was a renowned freedom fighter who was, who had worked, you know, who, who had seen Gandhiji, worked with Gandhiji, and he wanted to spend 10, 10, you know, some time. He said, fine. There was another person in Allahabad who was a retired railway employee, and he had invented an improved pattern of laying railway tracks, you know, and he, there are different people who have different ideas about how they can make the country a better place. And he wanted to give an ear to everyone. And especially, you know, when there were children, he used to say that, you know, his vehicle should, his bulletproof car should just go dead slow. Absolutely dead slow. So there was one occasion when he was going to Gawati in 2011. And he was really hard pressed for time. He had not actually prepared the presentation. So this Srijan Pal Singh who was there with him, they were going through the presentation. And so, you know, as he was seeing the slides and Dr. Kalam was all, all the time looking out of the window and you know because there were a lot of children there waving at him and he didn't want to miss you know um, waving at anyone. So, so Shijan Pal Singh says, sir you're getting <laughs> distracted so many times you know how are we going to uh, prepare for this talk? And Dr. Kalam says, these are my people. You know what? I have lived a similar life. You see, a person very rarely gets the power to bring smiles on the faces of others. Just think about it. Notice how they smile when they see me wave back. Just being noticed, being relevant is a basic human quest. This is what brings happiness. They will go home smiling. They will tell their families about this. And then the whole family will be happy. With just a wave and a smile, if we have the power to make so many people happy, is it not worth a second of distraction? <laughs> In life, if you have the power to make someone smile, never refrain from taking the time out to do so. Life will gloriously pay you back for the time you invest. Such a beautiful... I just felt that, you know, there are very, very few people we come across who have such tremendous power and they utilize that power to empower people. They utilize that power to ensure that uh, every person who felt, who saw them felt very powerful about themselves. <laughs> I think that is uh, something that, where, I think you can do that only if you don't have ego. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Swami teaches right from the beginning. And that's what we saw Swami. I mean, in See, fact, just as he was mentioning <laughs> Sitar, na, just one or two days back, I was telling, uh, you know, uh, about my experience when I sketched Swami's uh, face mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in third year, uh, uh, you know, in Brindavan. And full time I was praying to Swami and sketching because till that time I sketched Swami's feet or, you know, uh, Swami closing his eyes with uh, putting like that. They were easier expressions. That also I used to keep chanting Om Sri Saram and only do it. But then this one was, you know, that's from Alexei Allen's that uh, sketches. Na? Yeah, it, from yeah. that I was making that Swami smiling na, with full eyes completely open. Mm. So I was just praying to Swami, Swami, it should come out well, it should come out well like that. And um, praying to Swami and I did that and it came out very nicely. Swami saw it, was happy. But uh, I wanted Swami to sign it. So, you know, you keep on pestering, right? So, I kept going. Every time I keep getting some good chance close by to Swami's chair. And because we used to run and then yes. go there inside Trai. And uh, one day finally Swami asked, uh, Swami took it in his hand. Asked, Yavar Chesarra. Okay. <laughs> Who did this? Mm, who did this? <laughs> and you are holding the painting. Right? I, I was holding the painting. So with repetition, I said, Swami, Nene Chesan. Mm, Swami said. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, I have done it. <laughs> <laughs> then I immediately got it. Swami, Meer Chesan. Mari? <laughs> 
ప్రోగ్రామ్ and uh, so i made a card and uh, we were, all of us were called inside for interview in the afternoon and again i got chance to be very close to swami's chair and i gave the card to swami swami read the whole poem and again reread the poem and stopped at this line mm-hmm. i will do whatever you want me to do and mm-hmm. read this out mm-hmm. to everybody and then told me i want only one thing mm. talk less study more oh <laughs> not only this boy from all of you i want to know this <laughs> hmm. wow <laughs> till today i am still struggling <laughs> amazing but of course with his grace only i think yes we will shut up and listen to something <laughs> no i was just saying this ahankara when swami is talking about when we were doing the 1990 samako series um he says it is the last stage Mm. he says going beyond uh, the bo- senses the body the senses the mind the intellect after that ahankaram yes. and then there is so he says it's very 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 subtle Sutton. even if you think i am not the doer that is also ego <laughs> if you think i am the doer so go back to class 1 now if you think i am not the doer the thought itself is ego is ego i Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until until that, that the final frontier to cross <laughs> nah, even for a person like ramkrishna paramsa yes i mm. think uh, when he was not well and he was having that uh, you know cancer, cancer. Yes. yes and in the towards the end of his life yes. he came down he wanted to come down yes to meet his disciples and then he asked the, the disciples do you think i have ego mm-hmm. then uh, they said no swami mm. no i have he says he <laughs> says i have that much ego like a line on water a line mm. on water yeah that much because as long as you don't have the ego you know yeah. if there are no two see yeah. after all the whole creation that's what swami said na i have yes. created myself from myself mm. to love myself mm. yes <laughs> so if there second is not there there's nobody to love <laughs> then you become the sugar yourself so you have to be the antidote to taste the sweetness yes. so <laughs> till that time ahankaram mm. is good <laughs> you have to keep it <laughs> i think that's what shivshankar sai sir also uh, very beautifully swami explained uh, what shivshankar sai sir was saying about you know i think since you have the body uh you got to have that but you should know uh, to what extent okay, and what extent. how much how yes much. but i think as you journey with swami you and as he chisels you you will know uh what is that last little i mean that that comfortable thin uh self of self. ego that you should carry you should i think carry. so that you can enjoy yeah till you reach that he'll keep chiseling you <laughs> and uh, in fact i rem as uh, you know as i mentioned this i'm remembering uh, mrs ratanlal you know someone who served swami for uh, i don't know how many decades at least 50 60 decades ఫైవ్ uh towards uh, uh perhaps the last uh, 10 years of her stay with swami you know there are so many occasions when you are actually serving swami in physical quarters you are all the time uh you don't know what swami is doing why sometimes you just get reprimanded for something that you have not done <laughs> it just happens many times you know you, you don't know why swami has reacted with you a particular way and at many points in time you know she used to also get angry she used to always come back and she used to feel why, why is swami doing this to me i didn't do anything <laughs> 
and you know with time she then she used to reconcile and you know immediately sometimes she would react sometimes you know she would get into depression also because you can't understand Swami like what else more should I do you know he simply is uh, uh, yeah <laughs> he's giving me this treatment for no reason so this was going on and uh, so there were many there were many times when he, she used to get seriously confused depressed dejected you know and you're you're so lost also at times that you know you know how to relate to this divine person and and but with time she realized uh, how to deal with it and she says that once Swami simply reprimanded her and it was a severe reprimand and she had done nothing for that <laughs> so she could not find a reason why she should be uh, given that kind of uh, Blasting off, <laughs> <laughs> and you know Swami does that only to chosen ones. <laughs> <laughs> you, should be, you should be lucky to get that. Yeah, really. So, and that, and at that moment, she said, and but Swami was, you know, there was this Swami is erupting like a volcano, but she was like as still as a placid lake, and she was smiling there, and Swami said, "You are smiling." You know, I'm chastising you. Mm. <laughs> she said, Swami, look at me, Swami. What was I? You brought me here. Mm. Look at so many things that, that, that has happened through me. Who am I? You set up the printing press. You know, you made me cook. And you, 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 you made me set up the hostel. You made me set up the library. I mean, so many things that have happened. You think I have done anything? I have not done anything. So, I have nothing. It's basically whatever I have done is what you have done. Now, you are scolding yourself. So, why should I bother? <laughs> because I am nothing. So, you please, you know, you continue. Scold as much as you want. <laughs> Till your heart is full. Keep scolding when you are happy. It's fine. I have nothing to worry. It doesn't affect me only so Swami was stunned. <laughs> and she says, from that day, Swami never raised her voice. <laughs> but I think, you know, that understanding... Uh, that purity. That purity. That this thing should yeah. be there. You know, even. And if you're not that... If, if you're not convinced Absolutely. to the bones, what you're speaking, Swami immediately cut you short. And <laughs> <laughs> stunned. Oh, <laughs> but I think that understanding comes... Think, and this happened like towards the fag end of her uh, uh, sojourn with Swami. So... I think that, so, so I think perhaps she was at that stage where, you know, she was just that thin line, that thin line on water. water. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Swami says, ahankara and pride. Yeah. Pride, he says, there are several types of pride. But the most difficult and subtlest of them all is spiritual pride. <laughs> <laughs> most difficult to get. <laughs> <laughs> so, so most difficult. So if you are, uh, you think, oh, I have achieved this. Yeah. No, I, I have given up all this. <laughs> that is a bigger pride. And you say, you know, I have sacrificed so much for yes. Swami. That is the highest pride. <laughs> so as long as that I am there, you know, there is that beautiful story which comes to mind like, um, I think in, way back in the 60s when Shivaratri time and everybody is sitting outside waiting for darshan and a group of uh, so-called VVIPs were brought in and Swami said, hey, tell them to come to my room upstairs. And uh, so they, they were, as they were, they were coming for the first time, as they were walking, uh, the entire crowd, you know, the gen side, they are just looking at these four people, they are walking. All the people are looking at them like, you know, we look at a tennis ball in a tennis <laughs> match. So the whole audience is looking at them. And then it's taken over from the ladies' side, so they are also looking at them. And these people, they were directly taken to the interview room and to Swami's room upstairs. So one of them thought, I think I underestimated myself. I must be, <laughs> after all, I am something. I mean, this level of importance. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I underestimated myself. Lot of devotion is there in me. I mean, this level of VVIP treatment. Uh, so, he went up. And then Swami told, come, come. And apparently Swami had some tiffin also kept for them, tea, coffee and all that. And Swami was giving them and then he was convinced. He yeah. said, I was only thinking while I was coming up. Now I'm convinced. 
<laughs> he said look at all the people sitting outside look at all the people thousands of people sitting outside and here i am yes. enjoying tea and biscuit served with swami bhagwan. served by bhagwan <laughs> and enjoying tea and biscuits fantastic then swami looked at him and said re uh, of course swami is perfectly aware of what's going on that cardboard has been put in front of his eyes <laughs> so he's not able to see the light <laughs> swami said it's time to remove the cardboard <laughs> so swami asked him what do you do when some guests come to your house swami we call them in give them tea coffee <laughs> snacks and we tell them to eat and then they go ah uh, we speak to them so we said you all are my guests mm but when your family member comes to your house you say hey go get ready aram se wait i'll come we'll meet we'll sit and talk all those people who have come outside who are waiting for my darshan they are my family members <laughs> <laughs> they are my own people my own people my own family members and he says just like you know after the marriage you know for the first time the wife's the girl's parents take her all the way to the boy's parents house and leave her and then come he says i go back with each of those people till they reach their home they have come for my darshan and with each of them i go back till they reach their home, home. i leave them at their home and then i come back so this man is saying what am i doing here <laughs> why am i even in swami's room i should be so it's you know this wow. kind of ego and that kind yes. of uh, i am this i am great or i am devoted or i am good or i am bad both <laughs> yeah you can't say i am yes. bad then swami will say who are you, you. to <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, i mean there be so many occasions where swami <laughs> that gopi story swami tell <laughs> yes <laughs> story of gopika swami tell yes. that mm. yeah yeah because narada rukmini everybody dust off the feet yes. for yes. getting rid of yes. his fever yes and uh, you know everyone was thinking oh how can we give the dust off our feet they yes. all thought it is a great sin gopika yes. said if it is going to remove their <laughs> headache or whatever <laughs> headache yes. it's to please take it here yes. it is <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Nothing is. Uh, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Either good or bad. Nothing is there. Yes. As long as makes Swami happy, makes yes. the Lord happy. I think that's all matters. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wonderful. I think. <laughs> uh, well, the samam bonum, uh, as we all have been discussing, is you have to somehow let the ego go. I think we just have to be in that in that frame of mind. We have to. able to give ourselves to him so that he can cut us i think that that is the first step you know we should be in a position to leave ourselves completely in his hands as you know i always say this you know only when we leave ourselves completely in swami's hands will we see swami's hands in everything so <laughs> i think that is the first step in 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 cutting our ego and only when uh, we make as swami says i need only your availability <laughs> not your ability he will give us that ability and that proximity will come but first thing is we have to make ourselves available for him and uh, i think that is a first step that all of us uh, as devotees as students as uh, um, members of the satyasai organization need to take and uh, that will happen only when uh, we tell ourselves that swami as gopikas used to say you know swami used to say there is a difference between yadavas and gopikas the yadavas used to always say that you know krishna is ours krishna is ours because they thought you know krishna is my maternal uncle or my maternal grandfather or whatever the, but the gopikas said no we are yours we are yours i think that is what uh, all of us uh, have to do that sadhana continuously to tell that swami we are nothing you are everything yeah and 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 make ourselves available for his eco surgery <laughs> <laughs> wonderful thank you so much uh, shiv shankar sai sir and shastri sir for making it possible for us to have this wonderful session i really thank bhagwan i mean immense gratitude to him every session of vahini satsang is <laughs> just him planning it and we experience that uh, every episode and i continue i pray to bhagwan that he continues to guide us because it is his message and only if he graces us can we imbibe something that he has sent written so painstakingly for us for all the succeeding generations and not only imbibe but somehow internalize and make it a part of our existence thank you so much everyone and thank you so much dear listeners so with that we bring to to the end the 
wonderful Thursday that you have been with us all through the day. We are now in the month of July and slowly Krishna Janmashtami will come. A lot of Parthi Yatras happening in Prashanti. It's a very beautiful time to be here in Prashanti. As I always say, it's the most happening place on the planet. Today you had devotees from Poland offering, making their offering of love and then you have so many Parthi Yatras coming up, devotees. Now also from Middle East are here and then there are devotees coming from different districts of Andhra Pradesh. So, so many people coming here to put, apart, to put apart their eye. And so wherever we are, let's try and ensure that we take that step to put apart our eye so that one day we, be, we become one with that only eye that exists, the only eye that matters in the world. Thank you so much. Sairam. 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 You were listening to an episode of our program, Vahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 13th July 2017 as part of Thursday Live from Prashantinilam on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Thank you and Sai Ram. <laughs>